Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Ace Podcast. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Second time recording because... <laughs> we lost the file. We lost the file. <laughs> uh, but today, we have Paola Hernandez. Yay. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, Paola, if you guys don't know, uh, junior year. This is your junior year, right? Yes. You are a nursing major, mm-hmm. psychology minor, and you also have a Spanish and language minor. Yes, ma'am. And you are also our RAGE ambassador. Yes. So how is nursing going? It's going good. Um, definitely, you know, I have my clinicals this year. Happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, taking OB and Peds, possibly considering going into OB. Yes. We can be OB besties. You no, can be the doctor. Please. I can be the nurse. Oh we need it. We would be the best duo. I think it, I've been begging Tony to go into, like, OB and labor, uh-huh. but forget about him. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. I'm, I'm coming in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so why nursing? So two answers. Um, I love Grace Anatomy. So, yes. you know, I don't know if you know Bogey from Grace Anatomy, but she's, like, this little old nurse who's, like, an actual nurse, and she, like, acts on the show yeah. and stuff. So I love her. And then also, um, when I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. my dad had, he almost had a heart attack, and so he had to be hospitalized for mm-hmm. a couple of days, and just kind of seeing, like, the nurses, um, how well they treated him, mm-hmm. how they were willing to, like, translate for my mom, who only knows Spanish, um, so that was amazing, and I just kind of want to be able to recreate yeah. that for, like, other people. Which is the exact same reason why I want to go to medicine. Number mm-hmm. one, the Mindy Show. Or it's called Mindy Project, uh-huh. the show. You have to go watch it. She's an OBGYN. Uh-huh. Only reason why I wanted to go in the first place. <laughs> and then number two, my father also had a heart attack. And it's like seeing your family go through that, those experiences. Yeah. Like It's like, I want to do that for someone else too. Yeah. So I think that we might be the same person. We are? Literally. We are. I'm a Sagittarius. Wait, what are you? I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a Capricorn. Okay, Slay. 23, <laughs> December 23rd. Yes, December 23rd. You're December 12th, right? 11. 11. 11. Okay, E. Mm-hmm. Um, so, psychology minor. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose to go that route? Actually, when I was in high school, I was debating going into either nursing, mm-hmm. being pre-med, <laughs> yes. or psychology. And I chose nursing... Um, like I just said, Um, and it's also just less years, which (laughs) I love, and um, psychology, I was just so, like, I had a professor, um, I'm from Rockford, and I went to Rock Valley College, which, fun fact, Michelle also went to Rock Valley College. Wait, no? Yeah, she went there, too. You guys went, wait, repeat that. So, I I did, um, what's it called, I think dual enrollment, where, like, you do high school and college at the same time. Okay. And I did that at my community college, being Rock Valley College. And that's where Michelle went? Michelle also took classes oh there. Oh, my yeah. God. That's so, that's a kind of iconic. Yeah. You know the TikTok sound where it's like we're all connected? Or what yes. Is it it yeah. literally is. That's um, so cool. And I had a professor there, and I just, like, fell in love with, like, psychology, just the way he would explain things and stuff. And, like, I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting. And yeah. I, I was considering psych... Um, psychiatric nursing for a little mm-hmm. bit um i don't have that rotation until next semester mm-hmm. so we'll see so it's still an option yeah it's an option that's cool mm-hmm. that psychology is one of those things where it's so like just psychology like if you take a psych one-on-one class it's so broad mm-hmm. there's like so many like different yeah like categories within mm-hmm. psychology mm-hmm. that i think that that's really interesting mm-hmm. 
Uh, so you have a Spanish language minor. Mm-hmm. How's that been? Uh, it's been good. I have one more class until mm-hmm. I finish, so I'm excited. Um, I've taken like the composition classes yeah. and stuff. And I've taken medical translation, which mm-hmm. I actually took with Yatsani. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, I forgot what the other one was, um, but it was it was super fun. It was cool. It was I got to learn about like culture wise, mm-hmm. and like it was just like funny, like hearing like yeah, like you know how like. Um, Parents from like Latin America, they use like vaporu for like everything. Yes. And like we learned about that and like all the um, mm-hmm. like yerbas that we use mm-hmm. and like you know it was it was definitely like a change because like instead of learning about just like drugs and like yeah. stuff like in pharmacology class like I got to like hear how like other remedies that mm-hmm. like people from like Latin America use the natural remedies that like everyone uses it's it's so interesting mm-hmm. like especially when you're like dive outside of your culture mm-hmm. like those kind of natural remedies and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. and when I think about it like even in my like in my family like my grandfather used to like take a, a scoop of uh, vapor or like Vicks yeah and, like shove it in our socks <laughs> and like we put our socks yeah. on I remember like waking up in the middle of the night my grandma was like rubbing it on me I was like <laughs> that's so yeah. cool mm-hmm. um so you have been oh so you're a rage ambassador that's what i wanted to talk about yes ma'am so how did you get about getting the rage position okay so during my freshman year i wanted to apply to be a peer mentor and so i applied put in my resume and everything and i um roy was like hey girly like we want (laughs) to interview you and i was like okay slay and um i got i got in the interview and I thought it went well, and, like, it did went well. Um, Roy had a lot of, like, past-coming mentors, like, go roll on to the next year. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, like, that's what happened and stuff, but we loved you. Like, can I talk to you on Zoom? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. So we got on Zoom. We talked about Chicago a little bit mm-hmm. and how, like, we love going to, like, the Belmont area and just, yes. like... Oh, I love it there. I used to go out, like, often to, like, the Belmont area. And, like, uh-huh. there's a good sushi restaurant there. So if anyone wants I love sushi recommendations, sushi. a little walk off the Belmont stop. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a little bit of a walk, but so good. Yeah. And um, he's like, so I have this um, role, Rage. Um, it used to be just, like, an event that Efrata and Rukia would have. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, they... Um, I believe they were either on their last year or they were graduating that year. And they're like, we're more than happy to, like, offer you this role along with Julia and then our other um, Rage Ambassador, Manal. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would be, like, this um, woman team, yes. you know, three strong independent women. <laughs> and I offered it, and I've just been doing it since. I love what you guys have done with it. Mm-hmm. it I think it's definitely a big important thing that, uh, like ace offers to our students mm-hmm. with educating our students because you guys don't just do like like university-wide problems you guys do right. like nation global mm-hmm. global-wide problems and i love that do you guys know what your next event is going to be on yes so monday <laughs> i forgot what day monday is but monday um we're going to be talking about the turkey syria earthquakes and how yes. that has exacerbated the humanitarian crisis mm-hmm. Uh, what we could do as students, um, donation sites, um, and yeah, you'll yeah. you'll just have to come out to the rage event to find out. <laughs> I want you guys to do a rage event 
on I don't know if you guys have done this, but I uh-huh. I haven't seen one on healthcare inequities. Mm, I want to do it. Yeah, I'd be so down to go and like help y'all with it if y'all mm-hmm. need help. Not y'all need help, but like yeah. I am so passionate about healthcare inequities and literally just anything when it has to do with like minorities and healthcare. Mm-hmm. You know, minorities and um, medicine and stuff like that. You know. No, yeah, we. I mean, we'd love to have you. We had. Um, when we were talking about the um, war going on between Russia and Ukraine, mm-hmm. we had um, our A scholar Yulia come in and talk because yeah. um, she's from the Ukraine, and so mm-hmm. she talked about like her experience and like yeah. how her family's like being affected and such, mm-hmm. and it was really cool, and you know it added more to like the conversation. It really like Ace provides us with so much diversity, like amongst others. It- that you think, like, oh, these things are happening in other countries. But, like, there's people that are coming here yeah. who are still affected. They still have family, like, yeah. in other countries that are being affected. And mm-hmm. I love that ACE provides us with, like, others, other people's perspectives and, like, opens our minds to things. It makes us more aware that these problems are happening. Mm-hmm. And just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean that you should not, like, have a voice yeah, for it. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely, like, important that, like, we care about, like, other people and like their situations and such Mm -hmm. like let's like let's not just only focus about like the u.s yeah and stuff because i feel like everyone focuses on like the united states and Mm -hmm. like what's going on between that but like there are other countries and obviously like we have the united nations and stuff Mm -hmm. and just like you know the the world is much bigger than just the united (laughs) states in my i'm taking a women's and gender studies class right now it's Mm -hmm. it's just like the 101 class Mm -hmm. um we were learning about intersectionality between uh feminism it's called like feminine intersectionality feminist Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. um where it's like feminism will never like protect like like just modern feminism will never protect like women of color right or like other women in like other countries and stuff like that and learning about that has really like just like opened up my mind to more things about like me being like oh i'm a feminist it's like well what does that mean you know yeah um what do you think that, like, is a big way that we can support other women that are in other countries? Like, with your rage events and things like that. With our rage events? I mean, like, how we said in the lost file. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking to other people about, like, what's going on in the mm-hmm. other countries. And, like, maybe someone might not know that, like, oh, this is what's, like, happening to, like, women in so-and-so country mm-hmm. and stuff. And that not only spreads the word, but then, like, that can motivate them to, like, do something. Mm-hmm. So, like, signing petitions and stuff. And, like, I know at least for, like, what we could do is, like, mm-hmm. talk, like, voting. Yep. Like, if you have the privilege of voting, like, go mm-hmm. go out and do it. And, like, um, calling the senators, calling the governors and, mm-hmm. like, being proactive. Yep, spreading the words to not just our generation, but talk yeah. to your parents, you know, yeah. talk to your grandparents, because that's, that's the big generation that, you know, yeah. that we really have to change their minds. Educate them. Educate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So you are also part of a group. Is this here at Loyola Fora? Yes. It, Fora stands for Forging Opportunities for Refugees in America. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out my... F- my friend actually did it last semester, but I saw it, like, again um, in a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And basically, I tutor refugee children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at a center. In, you take the 155 bus down all the way down mm-hmm. Devon, and then it's, like, a two-minute walk to the center. And it's amazing. Um, you 
go in, you refu- um, you tutor kids for an hour for math, an hour for reading, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, it's like, you know, like, we always complain, like, I hate school, or, like, yeah. school is so hard, and it's just refreshing seeing how, like, motivated these kids are to, like, yeah. learn and stuff, and, you know, it is sad that, like, they are refugee children, so they've had to, like, mm-hmm. escape, um, or leave their home country due to, like, mm-hmm. war, violence, or being, um, persecuted and such, and just, you know, seeing that, like, they genuinely love mm-hmm. school and stuff, and, yeah, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. If you're interested, feel free to hit me up. <laughs> it feels like it, like, like, I feel like when I do service and stuff like that for others, mm-hmm. it makes me feel, like, appreciative of where I come from. Yeah. And, I mean, children that are, you see, like, children, refugee children, like, so hard and ready mm-hmm. to, like, learn and to, mm-hmm. you know, be strong about things. And I'm like, what, what am I over here complaining about, you know? Yeah. Like, these kids are so strong. Um, like mentally, just yes. to be able to go through such a, mm-hmm. um, a heavy thing, you know, at mm-hmm. such a young age and still being like happy and ready to learn. Mm-hmm. That's great that you do that. Mm-hmm. I really, I really, I love that you do that. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I love spending time with them. You know, they're funny. Yeah. They they come for me a little bit. Um, <laughs> the other day, I had. Um, I was helping this girl with her essay, and yeah. I was just typing on her keyboard and stuff. She points at my hands, and she's like, wow, you're so hairy. And I was like, girl. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. And then, and then this other girl's like, hey. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, can you zip up my jacket? And I was like, okay. And then she just leaves. Oh, my God. Um, and so, you know, that was funny. Um, yeah, but I, I love my kids. <laughs> kids? Yeah. I wish that we had – I want to do, like um, – like work with children mm-hmm. but like I don't know what to do because like I don't want to be the tutor because like what if I tell them something wrong you know I it's okay I've said a thing <laughs> wrong or twice I mean like we're encouraged to like pull out our phones and like google something yeah. if we need to um come shadow on nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really down you're down yeah I'm more than happy to like get you I think you know it'd be interesting if like could you imagine we're, like, doing clinical at, like, my <laughs> hospital. It's just you and me. I'm like, hey. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so you also are a part of a group here at Loyola called Mujeres and Medicina. Yes. How's that? It's good. Shout out to Valerie. So many shout yes. outs today. Shout Valerie, out to Valerie. Valerie's the president, right? Yes. If y'all don't know, Valerie's an ace. She's a, a busy woman. She is a busy, successful woman. I love Valerie. Yep. She's the president. She's also the president of Fight E right now, which mm-hmm. is the medical fraternity. Slay Valerie. She eats. She eats. She's also the president of the Ace Medical Club. Oh my God, Valerie! How did she have right? time? Right, <laughs> Valerie. I love you. Please take care of yourself. <laughs> um, how's that? What do you guys do? So for Mujeres en Medicina, we're like, kind of, um, going back to like representation and stuff, mm-hmm. like. Like, kind of, like, our situations and, like, especially, like, my dad who had, like, a nurse who actually, like, spoke Spanish and stuff. Yeah. Like, we want to be able to, like, you know, because it's, like, more comforting, like, receiving treatment from someone that, like, Mm -hmm. looks like you, understands the culture, Mm -hmm. understands the language and such. And so we're just, like, pushing for that. And, like, I know we've had um, past, like, healthcare professionals come Mm -hmm. in and, like, talk to us about that. Yeah. We had a DEI presentation for my fraternity Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. And we were talking about how 
I can learn a language, right? Anyone can right. learn a language. Mm-hmm. I can learn another language, but I can never learn that language's culture. True. Mm-hmm. And speaking to a doctor, a nurse, a physician that understands your culture and not just your language is so important, and it's so important for um, the, the like, patients. yeah. Uh-huh. It's so much important just so that you can trust them, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially, like, the language barrier. So often we see, like, children translating for their parents mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just should these ch- children shouldn't be having to do this you know right. they shouldn't having shouldn't be having to like hear this tough information you know mm-hmm. kids shouldn't have to tell their parent like you have this disease you're you have this illness right. you know mm-hmm. and it's definitely sad and I think that we need to look into more translators within the hospital not just translators but people that speak the language right. that are yeah. the physicians that are the nurses you know right. yeah. that's big I love that you guys do that I used to be one of those little kids, and <laughs> tell me why the doctors would give me, like, weird looks if I didn't know anything. Like, sorry, I'm five. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what this means. <laughs> it's really it's really important, and a lot, of, a lot of people don't think about things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it just kind of goes over people's heads if they've never experienced that, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're also a part of Care Pathway Scholars. Is yes, that here at Loyola? Yes. It is through the nursing school. Um mm-hmm. The nursing school wanted to be more inclusive and um, give more resources to students who are from, um, who are black or Latino students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they offer us resources. We take, like, a, our class weekly. Um, and we go through, like, you know, like, how it is as a student and, like, resources mm-hmm. um, for stress or, like, how... Um, returning from like the day or like what we can expect and such Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um why do you think it's important to see diversity in medicine it's important to see diversity like how we mentioned like treating other patients Mm -hmm. and like building you know it's important to build that relationship Mm -hmm. between the patient and like the physician like you can't you're not going to feel you're already at a vulnerable state like being in the hospital and like if you can't trust your physician like that's Mm -hmm not good and like you should be able to like establish that relationship and such and I know there's been studies on like if like if you're worried or like anxious then that like increases your likelihood of like having a bad outcome and like obviously we don't want that obviously like if you go into like the medical field like you want to help people with their Mm -hmm. health and such you want to have a positive output on things and remembering Mm -hmm. that these are people you know you're right that's That's, it's always important Mm -hmm. my um OB teacher, she pushes us to be like, remember, you're not training a patient. These yeah. are actual human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, get to know your patients and such. And, yeah. I yeah. I think that's a real big reason why I, I want to go into OB. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I, I would love, I would still have a passion for, like, all the other body parts or whatever, you know, right? right. Mm-hmm. And being a surgeon in that kind of field. But I feel like women, specifically women of color, are mm-hmm. in such a vulnerable state when they're pregnant. Right. Pregnant, trying to get pregnant, lost a baby, you know, there's just so much vulnerability within them. And our our medicine today, just like the way that they treat women of color um, in the OB offices, it, it really heart, like disheartens me. And mm-hmm. that's the big reason why I want to go in. Mm-hmm. I love that reason. And like in my classes, like we hear like, oh, like we'll, we'll learn about like a syndrome, a disease mm-hmm. and such. And like we get into like risk factors and like. Eight times out of ten, it's always, like, if you're um, from black descent or if mm-hmm. you're Latino, like, you have a higher likelihood yeah. of getting this. And it's, like, why is this such? Like, we mm-hmm. need to look into that and, like, 
improve the system and such. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because our bodies aren't the same. Mm-hmm. You have to think, like, like when I think about things like that, I'm like, a white body is going to be completely different from a black body, completely different from a Latino body, you know, completely different from any yeah. other ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And medicine oft, so often focuses on just a, my, a white male body. Right, yeah. And we see that in our seatbelts. Like, our seatbelts were not made for a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, like, um, roller coasters, they were, like, made really? to protect men. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's scary. Like, yeah. like you know when they do, like, the car crash dummies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a male body. Yeah. And it's so scary. Come on, y'all. And then, like, too, like, BMI has, like, racist roots. Like, BMI yep. was based on the white male body. Yep. Come on, y'all. It's, it's 2023. <laughs> well, you also see, like, in minorities now, like, having so many, like, heart conditions. Like, my whole family. High cholesterol, diabetes, mm-hmm. things like that. And mm-hmm. I was talking to my friend Salma the other day, and she was like, I'm, like, I'm like pre-risk. And I'm like, girl, me too. Like, we all are. Yeah. Like, at this point, like, why? I, I don't understand the science behind that or, like, why. Mm-hmm. But it's it probably has to do just because we're, like, in low-income neighborhoods, like, not access right. to fresh food constantly and right. things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, too, um, when we do go to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. they're, like, I know they've said it to my mom, which is, like, ridiculous, but they're, they've been, like, oh, your cholesterol's high or, oh, you're a little overweight, no more tortillas. Yeah. And they'll, like, shake their finger. And it's, like, you need to be aware of the fact that, like, tortillas is just a part of, like, Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we eat everything with like instead of being like no tortillas and like shaking their head and stuff like you know you could recommend like oh these tortillas have this many calories but these have less Mm -hmm. this is a better substitute and not like completely take it away like you can't just erase a part of culture well minorities are taught that their food is unhealthy Mm -hmm. like this goes way back I remember my friend Sophia like explaining this to me because Mm -hmm. I was like I don't want to eat the food that my grandma's making me because I'm scared that it's going to make me fat, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And I was telling her this, and she was like, no, like, this is like a stereotype that was put mm-hmm. onto ethnic food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? But if you think about it, when you think of, like, like when, and when the first thing that comes to my head when I'm thinking healthy, clean food, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, a salad. Yeah. You know? A smoothie. A smoothie. Almonds for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that crazy how that was just, yeah. like, put into us? Yeah, and I feel like it still, like, lingers in me. Like, obviously, like, I'm trying to, like, grow and, like, yeah. learn stuff. But, like, yeah, just, like, it's been, like, reinforced in our lives mm-hmm. so much that, like, yeah, it's still going to be subco- subconsciously there. Well, we're told that, like, the food that we're given at the cafeteria at school is healthy. True. Yeah. And it does not look like the food that we're eating at home. It's, like, frozen food. <laughs> so much sodium. Yeah. And I'm, like... It, it'll, it'll forever be in our heads of, like, what really is healthy yeah. and thinking that our, our home food is, like, not healthy for us. Yeah. But just changing that stereotype, you know, when we have mm-hmm. children, when our children have children, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been doing your clinicals. Yes, ma'am. Which clinicals have you been doing? So last semester I did my med surge rotation, and then this semester I'm doing OBPs. Yes. Yeah. So... How's you said med surge, right? Yes, ma'am. How's that been? Um, it was good. It's just general like adult health. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see for the nurses, uh, at least at my clinical, um, each nurse had about five or six patients. So yeah. I would see like how the nurse like goes through her day, how she manages mm-hmm. things, and like you know I got some like good advice from my nurse like 
you know, make sure you got like your patients and, you know, like in order yeah. before you go on lunch <laughs> and, yeah. and stuff. So that was, you know, that was good. It was interesting. You do see like a thing or two. And it was just also interesting, like going to class and like we learn about this disease and then like going next week. And it's like, oh, my God, I just yeah. learned that. I know how to treat it. Ask me all the questions. Yes, mm-hmm. that That's really cool because I'm like nowhere near like learning Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just in, like, bio and orgo, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, the day that I, like, start learning stuff and I can, like, apply it to, yeah. like, people's lives, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, in med school? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't learn nothing till like, med school. Uh-huh. Right now, I'm just learning molecules. I mean, slay molecules. <laughs> Doing um, their thing. <laughs> yes. Um, what was I going to ask you? OBPEDS, maybe? OBPEDS. OBPEDS. Oh, no, I was going to ask you... Because you said there's five patients to a nurse. Yes. Is that normal? For med search, I mean, it was normal at our hospital, but usually, like, in other specialties, it's, like, less. It's, yeah. like, three patients per nurse and mm-hmm. stuff. Do so. you think that that could be, like, um, like, us, like, not having enough nurses, you know? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um... You know, and that's just, like, the sad thing is that, like, we've seen the number of nurses, like, go down mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, one, I mean, nursing school is not easy. So yeah. we've definitely probably lost some, like, potentially, like, amazing mm-hmm. nurses because, you know, they didn't get the score that they needed or whatever. And um, another thing, too, being, like, the pandemic, yeah. we, we lost a lot of nurses just from, like, mm-hmm. burnout and stuff. And that was, like, heavy on them. And it obviously, like... You would hear on the news, like, the nurse um, are, like, wearing the same, like, PPE and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, oh, during the pandemic, like, we would run out of, like, the gowns and, like, the mask and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, the nurses would be like, yeah, this is my mask I've been using for, like, the past three weeks and stuff. Yeah. And, like, also, too, like, how that affected their family. Like, like obviously, like, you want to help people and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, you also have your own family. So it's not, like you can just go to work and then come back and, like, yeah. not be scared that you're going to get, like, your mm-hmm. um, family sick. And especially, like, like how my dad, um, he's diabetic and, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go out and, like, yeah. catch COVID and then give it to him. Like, he's at, he's at an increased risk that, like, something bad might happen to them. But knock on wood, yes. he hasn't gotten COVID. Yes. You see, like, I remember during the pandemic, I saw a bunch of TikToks of the nurses. Mm-hmm. They would come home and they would, like, get undressed in the garage yeah they would like put their clothes in a bag and wash it immediately like right. separate from everyone else mm-hmm. they would like Im- like they wouldn't talk to anyone they would like immediately like shower and stuff right. like that mm-hmm. and i remember during the panic being like that's that's scary mm-hmm. like i i wouldn't want to be in the hospitals during that time and having to come home to my family mm-hmm. but the nurses that did do it are they're so strong yeah that was a lot Shout out to those nurses. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to the nurses. Respect your nurses. Yes. I can't imagine being a new grad, though. Like, imagine being, like, a new grad. Like, the nurses who graduated in 2020, and, like, that's what they had mm-hmm. to go through. Like, and they lost a bunch of, like, older nurses that yeah. were, like, experienced. They were like, I'm not doing this no more, you know? Yeah. And they're the ones that are left. Mm-hmm. I'd, I would be frightened. <laughs> I, yeah. And, I mean, like, that's valid. Like, you're mm-hmm. scared. Like, this was something scary. Like, we didn't have a vaccine for it. We didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it. And, you know, there was, like, I remember that we had, like, curfews and such, and, like, you would have to carry a note being, yeah. like, yep, I'm out of curfew because I'm going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, because in my head, I'm, like, COVID, okay, everyone's catching COVID now, you know, like, mm-hmm. 
get vaccinated. By the way, go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, get your flu shot as well. Get your flu shot, yeah. I was a little late on my flu shot, I will admit. It's okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I probably was too. <laughs> um, but do you think that it's going to be like a like the flu now, where we just have to get like vaccines every year? It's Yeah, I honestly think it's just that at this point. Like, I mean, like, thank you thank you whoever that yeah. like now it's just like it's just a cold now people refer it to just like a cold mm-hmm. and stuff or like the flu shot but um, it's still like deadly to people yes but if they have the if they have the covid shot mm-hmm. it's not going to be as aggressive on them right right mm-hmm. that's good mm-hmm. um so you were actually a freshman covid yes that how was that you know, it was it was something. <laughs> um, I really wasn't that involved. I was just like I was just trying to get through my classes yeah. and like I was bummed out that I wasn't on campus and that I like I wasn't dorming. Yeah. Like I, I had it all in my head about how my mm-hmm. freshman year was gonna go and stuff and yep, I was just on my computer at home. So How was was it harder or did you find it like did you like like taking classes online or did you think it was harder? Um, like, 50-50, like, I like the fact that, like, I could wake up and get yeah. on my laptop, yeah. like, I wish I could do that now, mm-hmm. oh my god, especially because I have, like, 8 a.m.s every day, mm-hmm. I would love to do that, but it was also, like, you get sick of it after a while, like, just same old routine, get on the computer, take mm-hmm. notes, whatever. It's like I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, a little bit. Because the exam was online. Yeah. And I'm not paying attention if the exam's online. Yeah, they were my exam scores, my anatomy is a little rusty, so maybe go to someone else right now. My exam scores were high. They were high? Because well, they were so like they... open note, and I was like, bam, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. But definitely don't remember what I learned that year. Mm-hmm. It was your senior year, right? Yeah, it was my. It was like my junior, senior year. Uh-huh. So I don't, I didn't learn none. Did you have a graduation? Yeah, I did, but it was outside on the football field. Mm-hmm. But it was still like, you know, whatever. It was yeah, still fine. like it would have been... Yeah. In the past years, yeah. yeah. That sucks, but, I mean, we got through it. We're in person now. I like being in person. Yeah. I like the experience of mm-hmm. just being in the lounge and mm-hmm. living it up. Yeah. The only thing I got to complain about is this weather. Yes. This rain, the snow. But... So, you said that you're doing your labor delivery clinics right now. Yes. How is that going? Oh my god, it's amazing. I Isn't love it? babies. <laughs> They're so yes. cute. I did a newborn assessment, assessed all the reflexes on a baby. That is so cool. Yeah, and I saw a C-section. I I can't tell you how jealous of you I am that mm-hmm. you saw a C-section. <laughs> it was amazing. Do you want you want to go in for me? My jaw would be on the ground. I'd be like, oh my god. Oh my god. I'd be like, do it. Because there's, is there, is it, I can't remember if it's seven or nine layers that you have to get through to do a c-section oh my god i don't know it's like one of those Um, you have to like cut through each layer mm -hmm. i was like oh my god it's definitely like i don't know it's just amazing seeing like how far medicine has Mm -hmm. gone and like um just seeing the baby come out and like seeing the baby cry like that's a a real thing (laughs) like what a female body can do like that that is like crazy like I definitely want to, like, learn every single part of, like, how a child is born and all that mm-hmm. thing, like, how they're created, but, like, just, like, that is, it's just insane that we can grow, like, a child in our stomach, yeah. uh-huh. and, like, it's big. That, that's a big, 
I've seen some big bellies. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I'm glad that you like that. I definitely mm-hmm. think you should go that route. No bias here. No bias. <laughs> no bias at all, but uh-huh. I would love that. Yeah. How is the peds? Peds? Um, I had it yesterday with, with our lost file. I actually recorded <laughs> we, we recorded it right after, like, my clinical. Um, it's been going good, you know. Um, see some kids, you know, just see, like, the general, like, you know... Asthma, I know it's like a big problem mm-hmm. with kids, so I've um, I've seen that, and I mean, yeah, it's been amazing. I Good. love it. Um, I love both my clinicals this mm-hmm. um, semester. It's a lot of studying, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. But. I'll get through it. I did. I did. I've been doing good on my exam. So wait, you have today. exams during clinicals too? Oh no 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 no! I'm oh. Sorry. <laughs> we just have like midterm evaluations and like final okay. evaluations and like just the nurses make sure, or yeah. like our clinical instructor makes sure that like you um, that you know like yeah. how to perform an assessment. You know how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what to like look out for and such. You don't get paid for clinicals, right? It's internship no. work. Mm-mm. That is crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen I've seen a couple nurses argue for like pay and such. Yeah, and, well, because you guys yeah. like it's like a lot of work. Yeah. You know. Mhm. And I know some nurses do their clinicals for like twelve hours. Thankfully, That's a lot. Thankfully, for right now, we're doing eight. But when yeah. I get, I take like the second part of med surge my senior year. Those are twelve hour clinicals. Wasn't there a law passed? I remember there was a law passed on residents. Mhm. Um, they can't work over like X amount, yeah, eighty hours a week. I think so. Yeah. They, I was like, why are y'all pushing like people that much? Yeah. These are people's lives. Like, yeah. Someone's you're gonna get tired, you know. Yeah, and they're students too. Like we're we're in there yeah. to learn and such. Like, um, we would appreciate a break, <laughs> not yeah. being pushed to the limit and such. But really, what it is is just them being so short staffed. Mm, that is yep not wanting to hire snap. being short staffed not offering good benefits no benefits come on y'all not good pay yeah especially schooling is expensive yeah, yeah. but hey i've seen articles about how gen c is not putting up with it anymore and yes. as we should i can't remember what college it no not like um what medical school it was but mm-hmm. if you sign on to them and then you also sign on like once you get your degree you sign on to their hospital, they'll, mm-hmm. like, pay off your student debt. Oh. But I can't... Yeah. I can't remember if it was just your pre... If your medical student debt, not, like, pre... Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. They should offer that more. I know some... I know some jobs and, like, some... Um, some schools do offer, like, tuition reimbursement. They should. They should... They should really do it's that. It's too expensive. It's classist. It's... It's hard out here. It's tough. <laughs> um... That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one clinical. Top one right now. Ooh, OB. OB. Sound. As OB. it should be. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. It's a little too good. It's good. Ugh, I've seen I've seen amazing things at clinical. If you're a nursing student, oh my God, I, you're going to love OB. Well, if you choose a career in medicine, mm-hmm. you cannot, I, I'm a firm believer that you cannot be working in medicine with patients if you don't want their choice, if you don't believe in their right, choice. It's, right. it's the patient's choice. And this goes way over just like um, OB, gynae, and things like right, that. Yeah. It goes into 
cancer patients, mm -hmm. it's not the doctor's choice of whether they want to go on dialysis and things like that, right. you know? It's the patient's choice, and the doctor mm -hmm. should not shame them or be like, mm -hmm. well, this is your only option, like things like that, you know? Right. There are more holistic approaches to things nowadays, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You can't just take what you learned 5, 10, 15 years ago mm -hmm. in medical school and apply it to everybody because everyone mm -hmm. is so different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, oh my God, I'm glad you mentioned that because <laughs> I... We have to respect the patient and, yeah. like, if that's what they practice. Like, I know, um, you know, it was in Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy, yeah. very much <laughs> just a show. <laughs> but, like, how people people were getting mad at, like, um, for example, Jehovah Witness mm -hmm. um, people, people who, like, are Jehovah Witness, sorry. Yeah. Um, they don't... Um, how do I word this? They don't, they don't accept blood transfusions you know mm. and that's you know that's you have to respect that and yeah. stuff and like i think in like grace anatomy they they were like well they were like it's a little kid like you know blah 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 and stuff yeah. and they gave him a blood transfusion and that's mm. a big no-no yeah like that's a big no-no mm. like you can't just force your views onto the patient because like, you're there yeah. to serve them exactly exactly <laughs> Like this, is so mad. this uh -huh. isn't your body. This isn't your life. Like you're gonna you're gonna treat this patient the best yeah. you can, and you might never see them again. Mm -hmm. And so it's not your business to be telling them what they need mm -hmm. to do. You have to give them options. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing that I want to do too. Is like there are options. They're not just like oh you can just do this one surgery and it's gonna save your life. Like life, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like no, don't be lazy. Like let's let's look into this yeah. more. Let's let's give them options and choices. Yeah, and know? that's how like new medicine is created. Yeah. Like, like exploring out of the box. Like, if this patient doesn't want this, then like find an alternative. Mm -hmm. That's how medicine like evolves and such. And then you know, for all you can know, you could be like making up the better, newer thing, and yeah. you know, it helps more lives. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad mm -hmm. that you're into this because yeah. I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. Patient's choice is a big thing, and I think that goes back to again us thinking that we're superior right or something because we did x amount of years in school or we have this degree you know we did yeah. this it's like you're not better than anybody else just because right. you have a degree mm -hmm. like okay who cares you're here to serve people exactly and i think that like people in medicine forget that mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta stay humble like stay yes humble congratulations you know like it is it is something to be proud of like you yeah. did get through med school you got through nursing school and mm -hmm. that's not an easy thing to do and like congratulations um stay humble <laughs> yeah because it's like you go in people that go into this career for all the wrong reasons it's that's the people that yeah. we see it in yeah they want money or their families like you have your options are um, a doctor or a lawyer you know yeah it's like don't go into it if you don't have any kind of passion Exactly. Because you're going to end up, like, tired, mm -hmm. done, beat down, mm -hmm. mean. You're not going to care about your patients. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, people always say, like, money, money. But, like, mm -hmm. what you go through will never amount to the amount of money. Yep. There's $200,000 in debt. debt. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the money. <laughs> Looking at my loans right now. Ooh, yes. Scary. Um, thank you, Paola. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you for having me. I loved this. The second time recording, it was better than the first time, y'all. Don't worry. Y'all don't worry. Y'all don't <laughs> much. Unless, uh, you, unless y'all want to talk to me about Harry Styles. We mentioned oh, him a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pale is a Harry Styles fan. Slay. Slay. You saw him in person. Yes. Oh, my God. It was amazing. She has a shirt that she wears during her <laughs> exams to get a good grade. And, y'all, it works every time i'm not even kidding i'm gonna start something do you know the brand teddy fresh yes i love teddy fresh oh I my spent god 50 dollars yesterday as you should as i should and i'm gonna wear that every time i have an exam now mm, i'm gonna start that's smart. It. wait what'd you get i got they had a sale like their um last chance sale yeah i got a tank top and a, a t-shirt mm-hmm. yeah yeah the, the hoodies are so cute especially like the yes. pastel ones they're so expensive but like i can't I can't dog on them because they treat their employees right. Right. They, like, pay their employees, like, mm-hmm. a living wage. Yeah. Like, you know, they take care of them. They give them benefits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is which is what we need more. Needed. Do not support Shein. Yeah. I, listen, in high school, I used to be like, I love Shein. I only order from there, like, once or twice, right? right. I'd be that girl that fill up the cart and never buy anything out of the cart, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Like, before, I used to be like, oh, I love Shein. Like, it's it's accessible, things like mm-hmm. that, right? Taylor is the one that really got me on to, like, stop stop buying fast fashion and things mm-hmm. like that, you know? And it really opened up my eyes. I'm glad she did this because I never thought about, like, who was making these clothes. Right. You know? I know. And now there's, like, scary stuff on social media about mm-hmm. how, like, they'll put a note in, like, the packages and stuff. And it's... it's not... They're not cute clothes either. No. Like, it's thin. And it's You're going to see through it. Yep. You're going to buy probably, like, $200 worth of stuff because yeah. you think you're getting the best deal, mm-hmm. which you are. Like, it's cheap, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not worth it. No, it's, it's gonna not. It's going to break. Like, you're yeah. never going to use it. Yeah, if you, if you have the money to buy from ethically, mm-hmm. you know, like, com- companies who are ethically, like, doing things mm-hmm. right, paying their employees a livable wage mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, definitely do that. But it's also, like, just wanting more things. Like, I definitely yeah. have that problem mm-hmm. where I'm, like, I just, <laughs> I want, like, a full clothes, like, uh, uh-huh. wardrobe. Like, I just want more, you know? Yeah. I have a little shopping Yeah, look into problem. yourself. We're going to look into ourselves. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> well, thank you, Paola. I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. Um, if y'all want to hit up Paola, where can they hit you up? Um, <laughs> they can email me um, or just... Come to the Rage event. That's yes. the best way to see me. I am I am a little busy sometimes, so I'm not always in the Ace Lounge. Sorry, y'all. There's a Rage event Monday, right? Right. This is coming out tonight. Okay, Slay. Slay. So go to the Rage event Monday. Um, mm-hmm. Hit up Paola if you have any questions about anything that you talked about. We just want to chat with her. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. I've had a few people letting me know, Ooh. and I love it, guys. I get a little like, oh, like, you want to be on the podcast, you know? Yeah. So... Tell them. Tell them how easy it is. It's really easy. Erica literally just reached out and I was like, hey girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, yes. I would love that. Okay, so I don't want to spoil anything. Can you tease anyone next? Okay, I'm going to tease a little. I'm Okay, right now I'm in the process. I'm trying to get Bernardo on the podcast. He does a lot of... He like works for like the government or something. Uh-huh. And I like want to... I don't know what he does, but he does something cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I want to get him on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also... Okay. I don't want to spoil anything, okay. but there might be a full mentor retreat 
Ooh. podcast a little chit and chat i'm gonna put my notifications on <laughs> yes so stay tuned um follow our instagrams follow our tiktoks we're gonna have the retreat this weekend so we are blowing up the tiktok we're blowing up the instagram so there's gonna be a lot of posts y'all better be listening to are you my going podcast. no i know that's I can't. so messed up I, not, I couldn't i'm sorry i'll go to the next, next one. one you have to it's your senior year yeah. if y'all don't know this me and paola roomed our very first retreat yeah yes. oh my god <laughs> we didn't we didn't talk to each other the whole time oh my god wait do you remember how your alarm kept going off at 6 a.m y'all y'all we, oh my god <laughs> forgive me i had no idea who paola was and i was like girl who am i room with because it was assigned rooms yeah and i saw that you were a sophomore i was like oh my god it's a sophomore like great oh. we never talked i was like hey <laughs> that was, was it like, hey, and then my alarm went off at six in the morning. Did you weren't you, did you get up and you were like Erica? Yeah, because I'd be like, "Hey, I think your alarm's going off," and I was like, "Hey," and I just kept getting increasingly louder, and I was like, "That's okay. so messed up of me." <laughs> it's I don't know, so Look at us now, though. <laughs> well, how the turntables have turned. How the turn has turned. So oh, true. <laughs> I don't think. Girl, I think girl yeah. boss. Girl boss. <laughs> Gaslight. Gatekeep. Gatekeep. My therapist told me not to gaslight or gatekeep. It's anymore, the men. Though. So the three mentors. It's well, not three, but there's. It's Ty. Ty's girl boss. Uh huh. Chris R is gatekeep. Uh huh. And I might be getting this. No, Ty is gaslight. Chris R is gatekeep, <laughs> and Japani is girl boss. There it Slay, is. Japani is girl boss. <laughs> okay, ending this. <laughs> Again for like Thank the third time. For listening. Thanks y'all for listening. Go follow our Instagram. Go follow our TikTok. Stay tuned, and thank you, Paola. Bye. Bye. See y'all in the lounge.